Hey, Shelly. Hey, Brad. What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Break the Four-Man Friday. Oh, man, I couldn't resist these two done case. Oh, my gosh. This has been so fun. Thank you so much. BS.show. And he's, we're, I'm sitting there and I'm She's like, okay, I'm going down. <laughs> going down. By the way, there's a reason. I'm stuck. There's a reason I played that song, okay? Why? And once again, I, I have a journalism degree, which is absolutely positively worthless. I, oh, I have two journalism sigh, degrees, which are absolutely sigh. positively worthless. So so uh, what's interesting about this is there's been some interesting talk lately about Eric Greitens, our former Missouri governor. Yes, there has. And yes. part of it has to do with the fact, it's sort of an interesting story. There's a guy who's, who's suing... Uh, the city of St. Louis Freedom Information Act to try to find out all these documents that were in, used with Eric Greitens' trial. Remember, Kim Gardner um, charged him with something. I don't know what in the world she charged her. Taking a picture of a woman when she was naked or whatever the deal was. But um, he's he's now, like two and a half years later or something like that, he's still suing the city of St. Louis. And somehow the city just lost uh, a case where essentially they're saying, Kim Gardner, you need to turn this information over. And she still says no. Okay, the reason I played that song is Eric Greitens is no longer married. Okay. His wife divorced him. I'm sorry for that. Okay. You you heard you heard the song Tone Loke, right? Yeah. You know what Eric Greitens' wife and now his ex-wife's first name was? Sheena? Yes. Think, really? Think about it for a minute. Think about that song. I'm not saying. Not Hi, s- my name is Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Uh, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not, oh my I'm, goodness, it's Break the Format Friday. Not, the only thing that would make it better is if it was set Catwalk. Catwalk? Oh, you yeah. Know, I forgot that one. I forgot. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, that. I'm too well, sexy for Well, I mentioned it when we were off the air, <laughs> but you don't listen to me then. I was jamming the music. Kind of like when you were on the air. I actually. was jamming the music. Didn't you hear? I had the monitor turned up. I'm going like, tone Yes, low. I did. And I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to him and I'm just having a conversation tone, with you know, myself. I haven't checked on Tone Loke in a while. Ten, tone Loke had some problems. Let me take a look here. He got arrested and he had, I think he had a heart attack on stage. Do you know this? Oh, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, I can't. I think it was him, or maybe it was. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Let me go. Tone. Well, it was either him or somebody else. There's two choices. No, no, no. It was another. It was another rapper. It might have been um, his real name is Anthony Terrell Smith, better known by stage name of Tone Loke. He was born in '66. He's 55. Early life, personal life. Oh, um, he's young. Yeah, fifty-five. He was he was a he was a pup when he did that song. He was like twelve. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, December 2010, 2010, He was arrested for an alleged DUI. On December eighteenth, twenty eleven, he was arrested for felony of domestic violence and felony possession of an assault weapon, a Colt AR fifteen sporter rifle, restricted by California law. Uh, on October third, twenty eleven, he entered a plea of no contest. March twenty third, twenty nineteen, he was detained by Midland Police Department, in Midland, Texas. Here it is. Yeah, here it is. Right here. In 1995, Tone Loke collapsed on stage multiple times during a concert. He said had been due to seizures, according to at least one report. On May 29, 2009, he was rushed to a Florida hospital after collapsing during a concert in Pensacola. The rapper cut his elbow when he fell and was released the same day. 
on October 15, 2011. He was hospitalized for exhaustion after collapsing on stage during a concert in Atlanta. This guy gives it all when he's on stage, man. This guy's not Evidently, holding, he does. He's not holding back. He was taken no. to a local hospital uh, where he was intravenously rehydrated. Another similar incident occurred in 2012. On March, 20, on March 16, 2013, he collapsed on stage at a performance at the Bridge Bash in Des Moines, Iowa, but he refused hospital care. He collapsed on stage on December 6, 2013 during performance in San Francisco and collapsed again on November 26, 2016 during a performance in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So but, th- is this part of his shtick? I guess. I don't know. He's He wears his signature sunglasses at every performance to help reduce the likelihood of a... Get this. He wears his signature sunglasses at every performance to help reduce the likelihood of a seizure. I'm thinking to myself... I mean, I'm the king of BS, but I'm thinking I might call BS on this. You know, I mean, like he's the hardest working man in show business. Much? And he, you know, he falls either that, or he's probably gotten written to his contract that he gets full pay if he has a seizure on stage. So, ten minutes into the concert, he has a a, a seizure, and they have to take him to the hospital. He goes, oh, "Don't have to finish that concert. Get full pay for that one, right?" Yep. <laughs> Um, see, I do remember this. About, you know, you know, we're so jaded, but you know, you do. I'm sorry if that's the case. With the seizure deal? Yeah. Well, now there's, you know, I've heard people talk about that flashing lights cause people to have seizures. Have you ever heard that before? They do. It is that true? It is true. What's the deal? I don't know. Matter of fact, I where was not a doctor. I just play one on television. Somewhere I was, someplace at like. Some event or something like that. And there were signs that say, we use strobe lights during this performance, and you are advised if strobe lights have, have affect you adversely to not be in this performance. I'm going like, okay, what is that about? I've heard that before. The smartest woman just texted me. Uh, yeah, uh, TSO, yes, yes. Yeah, and by the way, the smartest woman in the world is the smartest woman in the world because she, is. she has once again corrected me and once again... It hurts for me to say this. She is right. I said that the Gulfstream was like the Ferrari of, of, of cars, you know, of jets, okay? And then you have one step up, the Lamborghini. That's what the Falcon. But she's right because Boeing makes what they call the BBJ. You know what the BBJ is? I do not. The Boeing business jet, which is what they do is they take a 737. I think they're still using 737s for this. They may be using 757s. I, I'm trying to think. Trump's plane, I think, was like a 757. But they, they, I think they make it specifically in the 737 model, where essentially they turn it into a, I guess, like almost like a, an apartment in the air, where you have like a shower and the whole bit, and you have like a, you know, like, you know, dining tables and and you know refrigerators and and food and and drinks and bars and stuff like that and and couches and beds and the whole bit it's like it's like an apartment in the air and that's the Bo- the Boeing business jet and i think if you here, let me see uh, yeah flying luxury she's saying and i think if you just if you just let me just just for grins i'm going to look that up real quick Boeing B O E I N G Boeing yeah you are really rich when you have a, a Boeing you know, like Boeing, B-U-S-I-N-N, I can't type, business jet. Okay, there it is right there. Yeah, uh, the Boeing business jet series are variants of Boeing jet airliners for corporate jet, uh, jet market. The BBBA, BBJ designation denotes the business jet based upon the 737 series airliners. These airlines usually seat between 25 and 50 passengers with a luxur- luxurious configuration. Yeah. 
So, and oh, you know, they also have, they have, I was there, they have number built 237. They have a, a BBJ2, a BBJ3, a 747 BBJ, a 757 BBJ, a 767 BBJ, a 777 BBJ, and a 787 BBJ. But I think the most common ones are the 737s. Holy cow. Do you have any idea what that would cost? And you know what the crazy thing about that is? Gazillions. Do you have any idea what a it costs? A million billion <laughs> dollars. Do you have any idea what it costs to keep that thing in the air? Holy cow. I mean, you know, sometimes I'm, I try to fashion myself as a business person, even though I'm probably by far not the best business person in the world. But when you run a company and you're responsible for, with me with radio stations, every single thing, I know what everything costs I know what it costs me to buy this transmitter. I know what it costs to have this fixed. I know what it costs to have this do the you know the electrician come in and do this, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and I'm always fascinated way uh, when I read these articles that talk about what it costs to keep like a 737 in the air. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Southwest Airlines. Let's take Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines. Okay, how in the world can they make any money when they're flying people around the country for 59 bucks? You know. I mean, think about it. You know, you wonder. I mean, how in the world do they make any money? I mean, the airlines, you know, the plane costs, you know, tens of millions of dollars. You know, they've got jet fuel, which they burn. And, you know, even like what what people are always talking about. Like, for example, I had someone once upon a time who was going to show me their their plane. And they took me up in their plane. And they flew me from St. Louis to Jefferson City. We had lunch in Jefferson City. This is back in the day. And we turned around and came back. Matter of fact, that happened It happened twice. And the, the first time it happened was Guy Phillips. He took me from Bi-State Parks Airport, you know, uh, over there in Sauge. And we flew up to the airport in Bethalto. Bethalto's got a real nice airport. I don't know if you knew that or not. I do. And, yeah, you knew that because you're FAA. And, uh, and we had lunch up there. And then we flew back. And he topped off the tank. And from... By state airport, which is in Sauge to Bethalto, I think it took like 60 gallons of gasoline, of jet, or not jet fuel, of Avgas, okay? And okay. how long did it take you? Oh, I don't know, like 10 minutes or something like that. I know, it, right? It wasn't long. We were, you know, we were up, we're down, you know, and that was when, that was the first time I ever flew a plane. And keep in mind, at the time, I was flying helicopters. So a guy goes, hey, you ever flown a plane before? You know, in his guy voice, hey, I'm Guy Phillips. Hey, Guy Phillips. This is the way I talk all the time. Uh, and I go, no, I've never flown a plane. He says, I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you have the controls. He says, okay, put your hands on the yoke. You're in control. I'm going like, okay, this is it? <laughs> it was like it was boring. And he says to me, he says, watch this. He says, uh, what's great about these small planes, if you get yourself into a pickle, they'll fly themselves out. So he did some crazy maneuver and something like that and just let go of the controls. Let go of the controls and the plane flew itself out. And that may sound crazy to people, but unless, unless it's trimmed up really weird, Honest to God, that is why they teach you when you're learning to fly. And if 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 good old Caleb were here to tell us, he would probably tell us the exact same thing. They tell you if you get into a jam, like you start to lose control of the, of the ship, a lot of times if you just let go of the controls, it flies itself out. Now, think about that for a minute. You're driving down the highway and you hit That's a... That's what our cars are going to do. <laughs> no, but not now. You hit a slick spot on the interstate and your car starts to slide. If you let go the steering wheel and the brakes and just say, hey, my car's just going to figure out which direction it's going in and it's just going to figure itself out and we're going to be back going south on southbound 270. No problem, right? That doesn't work that way, right? Do you know what my car... My car has this button Yeah. and it says auto hold. Right. 
I don't know what it's for. My car I have is, to look in the manual, but it does something. My car has this button. You push it, and it says, oh, my God, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's called the starter brand. <laughs> no, I don't have a starter button. I don't like those. <laughs> I like a key. I'm an old-fashioned key kind of guy. Hey, we got to take a break. It is 744. Party far. <laughs> 